0: Hope you're having a good day, whether you're winning, or losing, I love you, no matter what we're gonna make it through. Hope you're having a good day, whether you're winning, or losing, I love you, no matter what we're
1: gonna make it. through. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Music and Bodies Podcast. I'm your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. I just want to give a big, huge shout out to some of the most amazing listeners on the planet. I am happy to report that the amount of people listening to this podcast this month has increased since last month. And I just want to take this time out to say thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to faithfully spend time with me each week. If it wasn't for you, then we, I wouldn't have anyone to talk to. We wouldn't have any, I wouldn't have anyone to hang out with. And I just want to say thank you so much. I don't want you to feel like your presence has not been noticed. It has been noticed. And I just feel so blessed that I get t- to spend time with you each week. You guys are just such awesome and amazing people. And I'm just grateful for the time that we have together. So thank you so much for listening. And I'm glad that we have many more times to spend together. Now today, I just wanted to get your... um Just hear what you guys have to say about some things. Um, the other day, my daughters and I, we were just binge-watching The Office as usual. That seems to be our pastime. So what we'll do, we'll sit down, we'll find a show we like, and we just binge-watch it until the end. So I think we might be on season five of The Office, but I'm not really sure because I know that um we got to the episode where Jim and Pam had their daughter, Cecilia. Now, before I go any further, if you have never watched The Office... This is just a spoiler alert, so you may want to listen to another epi- another podcast episode, or if you're like me and just like to hear the ending first, then I would say, go ahead, listen to this, and you can watch it at your leisure time. I know when I was a teenager, I was a huge fan of The Office, and so I've introduced it to my daughters because I was like, you know what, I used to love this show when I was a kid, so I let them watch it, and oh my, they are hooked, so... We are on season five, and I think, season five or season six, I think, and we're on the part where um, Jim and Pam had their oldest daughter, Cecilia, and so on this, that particular episode is actually funny because they're talking about different names, and my daughters started to do what I used to do when, they were, when I was their age. Now, you know how it is, like, when you get a certain age, you're like, well, if I ever have kids, I'll name them this or I'll name them that. So they were talking about that. And I was listening to the names that they said they would name their kids if they had any when they got older. Now, oddly enough, they only picked out girl names. Like, they totally disregarded the fact that as they get older and once they get married, you can actually have a son, you know. Just because your mom only had daughters does not mean that you are just going to have girls. But apparently, that's just their thinking. So they, in their mind, they're like, well, we're just gonna have girls. So, all the names that they picked were girl names. It's interesting because Megan, my middle daughter, said if she ever had kids, she would name her daughters Megan. <laughs> I know, like you didn't see that one coming. And she was like, Megan Jr., and then Megan the third. I was like, So, you would name all your kids Megan? She's like, Yes, I love the name Megan. So that's my kid who's in love with her name. Like when she was younger, I just say, "Hey, sweet little girl. Hey, pretty girl." She's like, "My name is Megan," so you're just like, "Okay, Megan." So she loves her name, and she said if she ever had kids, she would name all of her children Megan. I was like, "What if you have a son?" She's like, Megan. I was like, "Okay, no, you would not name a son Megan." But anyway, that's what she said. Now my daughter, um, my youngest, Dawson. She said if she ever had kids, she would name them Dawson, Danielle, and Delilah. Because in her mind, she only will have girls. So I asked her, I was like, so what if you had a boy? She's like, I'm not having boys. I'm just having girls. So I just need to have girl names. So that's her thing. Kennedy was the only one who was like, you know what? I don't know... Um, what I name my kids? I'll just wait until after I get grown and married and then if I have kids I'll see what happens with that. So she didn't have any suggestions. So as her loving mother, I was like well, here's a girl name and a boy name. I was like, if you ever have kids, you can name them either Kiana or Kennedy. And I thought that I was doing her a favor because I think Kiana and Kennedy are awesome names, you know? I'm not just biased because Kiana is my name and Kennedy is her name, but I really like those names. Like, I really, really do. And she was like, um, I think I'll come up with my own names. So, she was not on board with my name suggestions, but that is fine, because I'm sure that as she gets older, her names will change, and hopefully the other two, their name selections will change as well, especially the Megan, Megan Jr., and Megan the Third, <laughs> Like, all those Megans, like, really. So, I told them, I was like, well... You know, I had names that I picked out that I'd name my kids if I had any. I said, um, when I was younger, I said I named my children Sunshine. I think it was Sunshine Ray or something like that. And then I said I would name another one um, Lyric Music. And then I think Serenity Peace. And then I was like, if I had sons, I wanted to name them Zion or Keon. But... Clearly, that did not work out, and my husband did not like any of those names. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, since he didn't like any of those names, we agreed upon Kennedy, Megan, and Dawson. Thank God we never had any boys because we could never come to an agreement on boy names. So, God blessed us with daughters so that we, had, we can come to an agreement on girl names. So, I told them, I was like, you know what? As you get older, and once you get married, I'm sure your name selection will change, and... You and your husband will probably come up with some cool names for whatever kids you have in the future. Now, I'm curious to know for those of you who have children, like what are some of the names you thought you'd name your kids like before they were born? Like when you were younger and you were a teenager thinking about names or whatever, what are some of the names that you thought you'd name your kids? And for those of you who don't have kids, what are some cool names that you think you'd like to name your future kids? So I would love to hear from you about names because I think names are fun and interesting and it's amazing to see how creative people are when it comes to names. So if you have any names that you wanted to name your kids when you were younger or names that you even named your children once you had them or... Or for those of you who don't have kids, names that you want to name your kids, feel free to let me know about these names. Just go to the Music and Vibes Facebook page and put the names in the comment section. I just think it would be really fun to see some of the cool names that you guys have come up with or liked or even named your kids. I think that would be amazing. Well, I can't wait to hear from you and I'll be looking forward to getting some names from you. This week, we are going to talk about feeling sad, or like I like to call it, feeling blue. Now, I promise you, this is not a sad podcast episode. This is not one of those episodes that is going to make you cry. No. However, I do want to talk about the dreaded emotion of being sad. Now, I, for one, have a love-hate relationship with being sad. Like... I would like to be happy all the time and to be honest, I think that I'm a happy person and I think I'm fun to be around. I always try to see the positive side of things and recently I have even began to try to see good in people and accepting them for who they are without judging them. Yes, I've actually started to do that. Now all of these things that I have mentioned, it has helped me to be a happier person and enjoy my life. I even have a mindset that I can choose to be happy, and that happiness is a choice and not an emotion. (laughs) Okay, I really do tell myself this, because I do believe it, but then I also like to feel like I'm in control of my emotions, and that I can be happy if I want to be happy, regardless of what's going on, I think happiness is a choice. Now this mindset does work the majority of the time, and my life has been enhanced since this type of thinking, and by this type of thinking, but... There are times when life happens and I find myself feeling sad or just having a good old pity party or just not having a good day. Now, during those times, even though I know that I can choose to be happy, sometimes I make the choice not to be happy because I'm just like in such a funk and I'm just like, oh my goodness, I'm in a bad mood. You know, I'm just not feeling happy that day. So when this happens, I prefer to be left alone because when I'm left alone, I can think and I can pray. Now, I have three ways of dealing with feelings of sadness or just feeling blue. Now, if I am feeling sad, I really like to be left alone. I don't want to talk about it or even try to explain why I'm feeling sad. Because to be honest, sometimes I don't even know why I'm feeling sad. I just know I'm not feeling happy. Something's not right. I'm just not feeling myself today. So I kind of like to work things out for myself. I like to think about what it is I'm not happy about, what I'm feeling, and, you know, just process my emotions. And then if I need to cry, I just like to cry if I have to, because I have noticed that when I'm sad about something and I just let myself have a good cry, I instantly feel better. Now, in most situations, if I'm sad about something, it's for a real reason, like either something has happened or... I don't know it's like i'm sad for a reason think something has happened it's a situation that has happened to make me feel this way so whenever that happens i think for me the best thing for me to do once i process my emotions is just to cry and get it all out now when i say cry i'm not talking about a acute cry and acute cry to me is when you are crying But tears are not really falling down your face, and you're able to dab at the corner of your eyes with a tissue and catch each tear as they fall. Now, in a cute cry, you don't mess your makeup up because you know you're catching it before it runs your mascara or runs down your face. And you're good. It's like, you can dab your eyes and look pretty and you know, you can cry. Now, that is my definition of a cute cry. Like, when you're crying and you can still look pretty. Now, the kind of crying I'm talking about is, like, the ugly crying. You know what it's like. Like, when you're so, like, sad or upset about something till you're just sobbing. Like, you're crying. Tears are dripping down your face like a water fountain. And your hair is wet. Your arms are wet. Your hands are wet. Sometimes even your clothes. It depends on how you're crying because all these tears are just flowing. It's like a -a waterworks of tears. And... When you're crying like this, it's like you're all emotional. You're sobbing. Your makeup is running. Your face looks a mess. And you don't even care. Your shoulders might be going up and down because you're crying so hard. And you may do this for a while. Like for me, I might cry like this. i say maybe once every six months. And yeah, and this crying may last for, I don't know, half an hour, 15, 20 minutes. I don't know. But one thing I do know is that when I'm finished with this good crying, okay, yeah, I am drenched because I've cried so many tears until it's just like, it's over. I can't cry any more tears. You know, it's like, it's done. And uh, my eyes are red and it looks like I've been punched in the eye. I <laughs> could be crying. My just swollen. Like, I just look a mess. But that is the best cry for me to have because when I'm done and when I'm finished crying, I feel better. I have like so much perspective perspective and clarity and I have time to like process my emotions, think about what's making me sad and you know, cry it out. And then the thing I like the best is like once you cry it out and you release all those feelings and I just let it go, then I can think about what I need to do moving forward. And for me that's always a good thing for me because I like to know what I can do move forward to make situations better. So, it helps me to clearly assess the situation and then I can figure out what to do and how to move forward. And I really do feel so much better after I have a good cry. Now this is how I deal with sadness when it involves me. Now when it involves other people, especially my family, I do to them what I hate for people to do to me. Yes, I try to comfort them or even worse, I try to fix the situation. I try to make it better. Now, this is not something you should do because it does nothing but annoy my family. And I'm really not trying to annoy them on purpose. But, you know, it's like I just hate to see my husband or kids sad or dealing with negative emotions because I just want them to be happy. I just, I guess I love them so much. I just want them to be happy. I don't want them to have to deal with any bad or hurt feelings. You know, I just want them to be okay. And so in my love for them i'll say and in my caring for them i try to make it better and this does not work because it just annoys them or they think i'm trying to control them which i'm not i'm just trying to make them feel better so i just found out that even though i do try these things like once i get the picture like this is not working i usually leave people alone and pray for them And step back so that they can figure out what they need to do on their own. Without me trying to fix their situation. And it's weird because each time I do this, I know this is what's going to happen. But I just can't help myself because I just want to help and make people feel better. So this is how I deal with my family and my friends. Now the third way that I deal with sadness is just to avoid it. And this usually goes for like acquaintances or you know people that I really don't know what to say to. Like if someone I is dealing with sadness I just avoid talking about it and I usually do it by standing in awkward silence now unfortunately this is the approach that I use when people tell me sad things and it's not that I'm trying to be a jerk or anything but I'm honestly at a loss for words and I kind of don't feel I don't feel as if what I could say is going to validate what you're feeling or make you feel any better I just feel like There's nothing I can say to make you feel better. And I kind of feel hopeless and I don't know what to do to help. So in my lack of not knowing what to do, I do nothing. And it's sad because I have a master's degree in counseling psychology. So I should be good at comforting people. I should be good at helping people deal with sadness and negative emotions. But I'm not. So there's something I'm working on and I need to work on. And usually I know, since I know what I should say when people are sad, I'll say something like, I'm so sorry. I hope you feel better. And you know, I say the normal responses, but yeah, and sometimes I even say I'm praying for you. And I do make sure that when I say I'm praying for you, I do pray for them, but I just feel like awkward. And sometimes I think, okay, should I give a hug? Should I not give a hug? Like, what should I do? So it's very awkward, but I realized that in these types of situations, it's best for me to pray for the person because God knows what they need and he can give them what they want. With me, I don't know what to do. So I just pray for them and ask God to give them peace and comfort and help them feel better. And then I just leave it alone. So this is how I deal with sadness and people tell me sad things. And I guess that's just how I just deal with it. Now, since we're talking about sadness, I do want to say sadness is uncomfortable. I don't like to feel sad. I want to be happy. It's one of those dreaded emotions that I absolutely hate. But it is okay to feel sad. It's normal to feel sad. Yes, as painful as it may sound. Being sad is an emotion that happens to all of us. And it is a very normal emotion. It is. It is okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel frustrated, disappointed. It's even okay to cry. These are all normal emotions. Now I notice that when I give myself permission to be human and actually experience and embrace my emotions, that I begin to have a deeper understanding about myself and who I am as a person. Now, instead of avoiding feelings of sadness, I allow myself to feel sad. I know that when I am sad, it is for a reason. And once I acknowledge that reason and process my emotions, I can then move on to a happier and healthier person. So this week, I just want to encourage you all to promise me that if you get sad or feel down about something, that you will allow yourself to deal with this emotion and not just avoid it or push it away because it's normal. It's okay for you to deal with this emotion. And by dealing with sadness, you are becoming a happier and healthier version of yourself. Now, the song we're going to listen to today is called The Blue Song. (laughs) Yes, it is. And I wrote it based on how I feel when I'm upset or sad or frustrated and how I just want to be left alone. So the song is called The Blue Song. Sitting in a chair, didn't comb my hair. Using me
0: it make no sense my my
1: in the podcast I do want to clarify that being sad that I'm talking about is the type of sadness that comes with disappointments frustration or just minor life events the type of sadness that I'm talking about is normal and we all eventually get over it however I am not talking about the type of sadness that people experience from depression or tragic life events now if you are experiencing symptoms of depression or sadness from a traumatic life event please 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 contact a counselor or a psychiatrist to help. I just want you to know that you are not alone and if this is how you're feeling, it's okay to get help for these feelings and the doctor or psychiatrist would be able to help you understand what you're feeling and how to feel better. So please if you're feeling this way, you're not alone and please get help from a psychiatrist or a counselor. Now, I just want to thank all of you again who took the time out to review the show on iTunes. I want to say thank you so much. I appreciate the reviews. And for those of you who didn't have time to review this show on iTunes, now is your chance. Go now and leave a positive review on iTunes. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please feel free to share it with a friend. This has been such an amazing day. And I am so happy to be talking to you. And I've had so much fun talking to you. I know we talked about sadness but it was a happy conversation about sadness so until we meet again hope you're having a good day whether you're winning or losing i love you and no matter what you're going to make it through bye bye and i'll see you next week
0: hope you're having a good day whether you're winning or losing i love you no matter what we're gone.